We'll hear argument first this morning in number 91-2024, Lamb's Chapel and John Steg Steigerwald versus Center Moriches Union Free School District. Mr. Seculo. Mr. Chief Justice, and may it please the court. This case is about censorship of Lamb's Chapel's speech, which was entertained for the purpose of having a film series at the school facilities to show and discuss contemporary family issues. The direct targeting of religious purpose as an exclusion under the access policy of the school district is both content-based and viewpoint-based and does not meet constitutional scrutiny. Under, well, first of all, we would assert that it's purely a, this case is based purely on religious perspective. It's viewpoint-based. Uh, most recently, RAV, but also under... Well, so, uh, you know, yes, sir. So what, what provision of the Constitution are you relying on? First Amendment, as applied to the states of the 14th, freedom of speech. Which part of it? Free speech. Just free speech. This case is based on three issues when it was originally brought forth in the complaint. Uh, the First Amendment's freedom of speech clause, there was an allegation that there was a violation of the Establishment Clause, and there was an allegation that there was a violation of free exercise. And quite frankly, the nature of the discrimination that takes place here in the context of uh, Lamb's Chapel's application being denied violates all three. Uh, from the First Amendment perspective... What did, they, what did the Court of Appeals decide? The Court of Appeals came to the conclusion that, acknowledging that there were a wide diversity of uses, which the respondents have conceded as well, that in fact, because there were no prior religious uses, the, uh, the school district could then not allow uh, Lamb's Chapel to meet. They held, in fact, that it was a close question whether there was prior religious uses, but determined, based on a review of the Salvation Army being there, the Southern Gospel Harmonizers, that it was no, there was no previous religious purpose in any meaningful way. Well, as the case comes to us, uh, do we judge it on the basis that uh, the Court of Appeals was correct in saying that, that this program uh, had a religious purpose? Uh, the respondents have, con uh, petitioners have conceded, Your Honor, uh, Justice White, that yes, this, the, the movie series was dealing with contemporary family issues from a, a religious perspective and, can, and are quite upfront that it is a religious purpose. All right. Our concern here, and I think what is evident here, is that the viewpoint uh, discrimination that has been engaged in by the school district uh, comes from their own admissions. The respondents have stated that the decision, and I'm quoting from their brief, the decision to exclude petitioners was due to the admittedly religious nature of the film and the school district's prohibition against the use of school property for religious purposes. They then state that, and again quoting, each of these applications were denied due to the decidedly religious perspective of the film. If Lamb's Chapel Church desired to utilize school facilities during non-instructional time in the evening pursuant to the school's access policy, and if they determined to uh, discuss the same issues, contemporary family issues, with the sole exception being that they do not make religious references or religious perspectives, then Senator Riches could not object to allowing the group to be there. This isn't a case where we are arguing that a school district must open its facilities to uh, a broad array of uses. Here the school district by policy has stated that they are opening their facilities to community use for social civic, recreational purposes, and other uses pertaining to the welfare of the community. Political speech. They actually allow political speech, however... Well, what, what, does it, what does the rule say? The rule says this, that uh, political speech could take place, political meetings could take place. However, 
if in fact the political meetings were partisan, if they were sponsored by a political organization, then there would have to be a vote of the district to determine whether in fact that group could meet, which I think presents another uh, constitutional issue, which is not one that we're, we're concerned with today, but I well, think I know, it points but to the problem. speech is not the only speech that is uh, at least presumptively barred. Uh, political speech by a party has to go through an admission process, if you will. So, but here, and I, I think what's relevant here is this is not uh, a question of where Justice White they've eliminated or, or construed their statute to remove the subject matter of uh, family issues from the. Uh, permissible speech. This is not a question of whether the speech topic was permissible, nor is this really a question of whether the group was entitled to access. Clearly, uh, the, the admission policy, the use policy of the school district states that it is open to not-for-profit outside groups. Here, the uh, exclusion was based, as they have conceded, based on its content, its, the nature of the film, its viewpoint, its perspective, and they've allowed, in other existing uses, uh, several discussions on family issues. For instance, Mr. Well, Sackler, you would, you, on, on your view, you would also be entitled to win, wouldn't you, if we don't accept your characterization of it as viewpoint-based, but but uh, uh, held it to be content-based. On your theory, you'd still win, wouldn't uh, you? Yes, we do, Your Honor. But if we said what was excluded was simply discussions uh, of religion uh, or religious proselytization, you would still, on your viewpoint, win. Certainly, especially in the context of the policy that the school district has adopted here. The, the school district has adopted a policy which, as I said, opens its facilities to social, civic, recreational use, and other uses pertaining to the welfare of the community. Uh, our submission is quite clear that we believe the religious perspective, religious discussions, serve civic, social, uh, and welfare of the community needs. So, well, What if the school district had adopted a policy of excluding both religious and political speech on the grounds these tend to cause controversy and arguments and we just rather stay away from them. I, I still would say, uh, Mr. Chief Justice, that that would not, could not justify the exclusion because the policy here in its beginning opens up facilities uses as again for social, civic, recreational purposes. I think the religious view or religious perspective on social, civic, and welfare of the community needs is relevant and there's no basis upon which well, unless of course a compelling interest could be shown. Could, could, could the state exclude only partisan oh. political speech and say that we just don't want to get into that sort of thing? I think that brings up a different question but here the, the, the free exercise issue would come up and I think an establishment clause issue comes up in the context of our case. How about the, how about the, how about the political question that you, I don't, I, you I, were I, just asked? I think a political, answer, yeah. political speech is appropriate in the designation that the school district has adopted. Could a school district adopt one that narrowly tailors and says no political speech because of our concerns? Maybe they could, but that's not what they've done here. And I, uh, I think. Well, but Andy, what's the difference? It, it, you still it haven't seems, answered it. it. It seems to me you haven't answered the question. I don't think that you can say. You, you talk about free exercise. We're talking about just about speech. If there is a, a prohibition against political speech, is that valid? And if not, how is that different from the case we have here? A prohibition, That's the question you've been asked. Justice Kennedy, if there was a prohibition on just political speech, I think it suffers the same constitutional defect. It has, there has to be some type of compelling interest here to justify the exclusion, especially when the subject matter is 
a valid topic. And I, I would also point out here that there were discussions of civic issues, political issues, meet well, the candidates night. Well, then you're saying that if a school district opens up its forum to any outsiders, it's got to up, up, uh, open it up across the board. No, no, I'm not, Mr. Chief. Well, it seems to me that's what you're saying. No, what we're saying is this. The school district here has adopted a policy that states that social, civic, recreational uses and other uses pertaining to the welfare of the community can take place. They've made the affirmative determination that, in fact, those type of activities can take place. A school district certainly could, a school district could close its facilities. They're not, they're not being compelled to open them. Doesn't, doesn't political speech uh, fall under that category? That, 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 that's I, I, believe, I believe it does. Just, that's what I was saying to you. The, the, the question here is not whether political speech can take place, because under the policy, political speech can take place. The exclusion is if it's of a, from a partisan uh, organization, and I think that suffers from constitutional defects as well. I don't so think by the same token, would you say that uh, uh, it, they, they could not exclude a, a religious service, for example, if, uh, if an outside group wanted to, uh, to, to celebrate a mass or, or a baptism or something like that? Could, uh, I presume by a parity of reasoning, that could not be excluded. I think under the policy that's been adopted, Justice Souter, that removing a service, religious service, would suffer the same constitutional problems. I, and I would state that what this court said in Widmar is, is relevant to that. In Widmar, the Bible uh, group meaning of Cornerstone was in, in reality a service. There were hymns, there was singing, there were discussions on biblical commentary. That is a church service. And I don't think that a school district that decides to open its facilities, as I said, they don't have to open their facilities, they've decided to open their facilities, can then harsh the speech so closely to determine when religious speech crosses the line, if you will, to a religious service. But are, are you accepting the, uh, the ultimate premise of the other side, that they can, in fact, define the extent to which they open it up? I think they can in the extent of speaker identification, clearly, and as regard to the subject matter of the discussion. But to have an exclusion... So, so the answer is, there, quite clearly, they, they could exclude all political speech, and they could exclude all religious speech. Not when the, Justice Souter, not when the policy granting access as social no, no, but you're, you're just changing the premise of my question. My, the premise of my question was that the policy granting access says no religious speech, no political speech. On your view, that would be permissible. Not in the context, well, if it was just a flat, there were no outside groups for other purposes. I think the, the hypothetical that you're giving depends well, no, on, there, I don't want to change the Yeah, there would be outside groups for other purposes. It just wouldn't be outside groups for political purposes and religious purposes. I, I don't think that would, would uh, be a valid excuse. Well, why not? I thought your argument was proceeding on the fact that they've opened the doors wide and they cannot then pick and choose within the extent to which they have opened them. But that apparently isn't your argument, and you're now saying they've got to open the doors. Why? Absolutely not. Then, then how do we draw the line? Let me make the position, uh, what we're saying is this. The school district here has elected to open its facilities, and they've conceded to a wide diversity of uses. They have targeted the religious purpose speech for exclusion. They have conceded that the religious exclusion in our case is based on the perspective of the film series and its religious nature. That's their concessions. Once you have a, an, a governmental municipality organization opening up its facilities to social, civic, recreational uses and other uses pertaining to the welfare of the community, they cannot then close it because of a religious perspective. Is your theory, Mr. Sekulow, that, that you cannot pick on religion? That, 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 that if religion is just one of many things excluded, it's okay? No. But if it's the only thing excluded or, or, or one of only 
a couple of things excluded, it's not okay? My position is, this is my position, that when you open up a school district, when a school district elects to open up its facilities for community use, for such uses as social, civic, and welfare of the community needs, you cannot exclude religious Why? Because that includes too many needs? No, because the religious perspective is relevant to civic concerns. Oh. And that's, and that's where the viewpoint discrimination is here. And I think the, the record in our case points that out quite clearly. But they, haven't, but they haven't said civic concerns. They've said civic concerns except religious concerns. No, actually, the, I mean, don't, don't, precisely don't. what they've said is we are allowing outside, not-for-profit groups to utilize school facilities due for our access, under our access policy for social meetings, for social, civic, recreational purposes, yes. and other uses pertaining to the welfare of the community. But they, have, they haven't stopped there, and they've said except... Yes. Religious. Right. And that's precisely our point. That is the type of viewpoint discrimination. Yes. Why? Because they've singled out religious... Yes, they have targeted religious speech for exclusion in the nature of the entire facilities that they've opened up. But but you would not mind if they singled out religious religion for exclusion along with a lot of other things. That that is, they said we are going to we are going to have uh, we're going to allow bowling. That's nothing else. We're not going to allow religion. We're not going to allow politics. We're not going to allow other socially good things. You wouldn't have an objection then, would you? No, but that's the type of subject matter uh, restrictions that a, a school district in this type of situation certainly they could say just for uh, why is just that, for tenants. Why is that okay and this one not okay? Because here they have opened up the facilities intentionally for social, civic, and welfare of the community. No, they needs. haven't. They've said social, civic, and welfare except religious. But they, they have, they, that's what they cannot do, however. And you he, know you say they cannot do it. Why can they not do it? Because this court has said that viewpoint discrimination, even in a non-public forum, is not acceptable. And I, I don't think... But you've just said viewpoint discrimination is acceptable th- if they say we're going to have bowling, but we're not going to have... I guess the argument could be made if there's a religious perspective on bowling, but when you open up the topic and the subject matter to social, mm-hmm. civic, and welfare, the concerns, and I think the record points to this. The, there's two things that I think are, 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 are extremely important with regard to the record. Family Counseling Services, which was an organization that utilized the facilities for counseling, dealt with the precisely the same issues that the school district would have dealt with, uh, that the church would have dealt with in its film series. You also said that they could not exclude religious services, didn't you? I, I think under the policy that they've adopted, they cannot. Well, you don't, you don't have to defend some of these rather extreme hypotheticals to win your case. Uh, you, uh, you, your position, I take it, is that since they have had family rearing matters uh, shown and discussed, they can't exclude a family rearing presentation because of a religious perspective in it. That's correct, and that, that is, I think, what, what I was... At, at bottom is what this case is about. Well, this isn't, case... Isn't, uh, aren't you... Uh... I would think you would argue that we've already decided this case. We have argued that this court's decision in Winmar well, has you, decided. You've this. hardly mentioned. I, I have not. We've been dealing with the hypotheticals, but I will. Ad- <laughs> I'll address. I will address the Winmar issue. But l- let me say first, an answer to the Chief Justice's question, and then I'll proceed to answer you, Justice White. This is a case where the identical subject matter, family issues, child abuse, marital conflict, was discussed by Family Counseling Services and a number of other groups. And the film series, If Lamb's Chapel was allowed to show it, addressed the same issues, albeit from a religious perspective. And that is what is prohibited by the policy. And that is the viewpoint discrimination when the subject matter is acceptable and the speaker's entitled to access that this court has said that type of viewpoint. May I give you one other hypothetical? Certainly. Supposing there's a group that thinks families would be much healthier and happier and get along better if they all smoked marijuana together. 
and they came in, they want to advocate that under the subject matter of child rearing and family values. Would they have to give that group access to the facility? I think that in that case, uh, unless the school district could show a compelling interest to justify the exclusion, they would have the same problem. And I'm not, I'm not so sure they would. This is not an educational... Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. And the compelling interest would the be... The law should it, be changed in order to accommodate this family value. That's a different hypothetical. <laughs> It's the one I had the in first, my all along. The first hypo, the, the second hypothetical is different. You're talking about speech well, see, that is not having family value would be pr promoted by, so, by having the children learn how to smoke cigarettes at an early age. I think perhaps a school district would then have to assert that the health concerns, and again, this is another uh, situation not precisely or really very remote from our case, but where a, maybe the school district could come up with some compelling interest to justify a medical exclusion based on that. But that's not what happened here. And this is not a case where they're advocating illegal activity, although you would think from New York Attorney General's perspective that's exactly what's going on here. They, they say religious advocacy is only good to those who already believe, already adherents of the faith. But Widmar has addressed this issue precisely. By policy, the, school di the University in Widmar encouraged student groups and stated that they would like, they encouraged student groups to meet and form for social, civic, political, recreational, and educational purposes. Here, the Center Marichi School District has adopted a policy. And the, uh, in Widmar, the group, the religious group that wanted to uh, meet was a student group. I, I don't think in this case... It was a student group in Widmar. That's correct. And the now, I, I would suppose that uh, I would suppose that if the school in this case had opened its uh, had opened its uh, 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 property just for student activities uh, dealing with social and so, but no outside groups whatsoever, you probably wouldn't be here. Correct, different case. And what, well, that, yeah, but that happens to be Widmar. Win, but the distinction, and I think the distinction cu cuts our way here, Justice White, is that in Widmar, this, the university determined to open its school district up for student groups to use it. Here, the school district determined to open up its school facilities for outside uses. So I think exactly. the speaker identification restrictions in Widmar and what was adopted here, albeit different, cut our way because what we have is a school district affirmatively saying community groups come in and use our facilities for precisely the same policy uh, in scope that was in Widmar. The exclusion is the same as well. In Widmar, the exclusion was that they prohibited school district uh, university facilities to be used for the purposes of religious worship or teaching. Here, the exclusion states that uh, school district facilities may not, or school premises may not be used for religious purposes. And the justification for this exclusion is the same as well. Yes, well, that, on that narrow basis, uh, you know what you're asking us to do is is relatively limited. You're saying if if you if you allow the discussion of a certain topic, you cannot permit a religious viewpoint on that topic. But the next case, just around the corner, is is a group that wants to come into this same this same school district, and they say we want to address uh, uh, the the topic of religion, not not family. We want to address separately the topic of religion. And it's not a question of giving a re religious viewpoint on some other topic which, which, which the rules allow, but rather the topic of religion in and of itself, which is as a separate topic. I believe now, that case is not different. And I'll, uh, here's the reason my statement is. If the topic, if the preamble to the use application is for social, civic, recreational purposes and other uses pertaining to the welfare of the community, a religious or religion has value in my client's perspective and others to civic affairs.
That is where I think the... That's not saying that a school district... Can, can it say civic, social, uh, and, and recreational purposes other than politics? Can it say that? I think politics, political speech, has a relevant application to social civic issues. I don't think a school... I know it does, but the school says it's just too controversial, the, and therefore we're going to exclude that from our otherwise all-inclusive program. Not without... They can't exclude anything. Yes, Justice Scalia, they can exclude... They could close the forum down. They could say just bowling, but they can't open it up to social, okay, civic, see. and recreational use and say no to religion, a religious perspective, well, no to pol politics, although I'll be in a different case. States for office uh, would be entitled to use a schoolhouse to, uh, to uh, make their speeches in. They did. In this case, uh, the, the, there was a meeting of the candidates where they each gave their proposal. And I think that points out to what's, what's taking place here. This isn't a problem where a political group is having trouble getting access. They have had access. It's a problem of... Yes, Mr. Seclow, if, if I were an attorney for a school board and was listening to your argument, uh, I would go back to my board of education and say, if you open your auditorium uh, to two or three different lectures in the community, Based on the argument I heard from Mr. Sekolo, you're going to have to allow a Catholic mass to be said in that facility because I've heard him saying nothing that would allow the court to write a decision that gives any kind of reasonable assurance that we can design a category to prevent this use once we have two or three different lecture groups come in from the community at large. I don't think that that would be a difficult policy for the school district to write, Justice Kennedy. A school district could write a policy, and I don't want to be in the place of writing their policies, but can write a policy limiting the subject matter and limiting the speaker identity and still have other groups participate. But once you open it up to social, civic, this isn't just social, civic, and recreational use. They also have in their... But under your First Amendment submission, which is that uh, there must be absolute content neutrality, in viewpoint neutrality, yeah. uh, I, I contest that you could, could, could accomplish the objective that you've just outlined. I, I think I'm not, you shouldn't be in the position of drafting the regulations, but I, I would be uh, quite forthright and say we've thought about that issue. And I think a, a policy could be drafted which states that school facilities will be used for recreation. School facilities will be used for the student groups to discuss student issues. You don't have to open it up. But when you start opening it up to social, civic, and other uses pertaining to the welfare of the community... question of how broad the other uses are, then, isn't it? Absolutely. And it's not... It's not so So let me come back to the question I asked before, but which you, you, you would, would not answer. Uh, if, you, if you exclude religion when you're letting in virtually everything else, that seems to be a problem to you. Absolutely. But if you're excluding religion, when you're excluding a lot of other stuff, that does not seem to be a problem. Is that the key? No, I don't think... In well, then what is... Then, in the context... Then I don't understand well, what well, the here's, key is. Well, here's... Let me make, put it in its bottom. By policy and practice, the school district has determined to open its facilities to these various uses, the social, civic, and welfare of the community. Having done Except that... Except religion. That's right. But having done that, they cannot exclude it as to religion. And I think... And the reason is, this court has said... But if they only, if they only let in recreation... And theater, then they can't exclude religion. I think if right. they, if, Why is that? Well, I don't think if, let, let me take your theater hypothetical. If they let in theater groups to perform issues, but then say no to Handel's Messiah, which this school district, by the way, allowed Handel's Messiah, but they found that not to be religious in a meaningful way, 
I don't think they can do that. But could a school district say, we're going to open our facilities to drama groups for the presentation of Shakespeare? Yes. But, and they, not but, they, could say, but they could say no mass. They could say no under mass. Under that policy? Yes. I, I don't right. think that's but under this current policy, you say they can't even say no mass. I, don't, you, I would have to concede, which I'm not going to, that a mass would be irrelevant to the community good or community welfare or civic social concerns. They could draft a policy to prohibit masses. They could draft a policy to prohibit this film series you, to be shown. You say you would have to concede it, but you're not going to? I would not. I will. I said I will not concede it. I, because I, I'll make that very clear. I believe in our pers per perspective that we're taking here is that when you open it up to social, civic, and recreational uses and other welfare of the community, that a mass would serve the community. That doesn't mean everyone has to go to the mass. This isn't a captive audience. This isn't a situation where students are there during the day. And I think this, what this court said in Mergens is, is relevant to that. If, a, if high school students were mature enough to understand that a school district does not endorse everything it fails to censor. I think the adults and the community of Cinema Riches could, could do the same. And I don't think it presents the type of constitutional dilemma that, that um, some have made it out to be that we'll have to allow a religious service, as if allowing the religious service is going to be so divisive to the community that they now can justify the exclusion under this policy. No, they can't. So you're saying a narrow categorization is possible. And I think you're also saying that if a, if a general categorization, including speech, generally is allowed, there cannot be a specific exception to it for subject matter. That is correct. So it, it, it simply boils down to a question of the precision with which they specifically identify the permitted uses. Absolutely. This ordinance, although maybe not suffering the same constitutional defect that the Board of Airport Commissioners, where it was you know, no First Amendment activities in here, suffers from that same type of problem. They have not chosen to narrowly tailor their restrictions. Instead, what they've done is open it up to social, civic, recreational, and other uses pertaining to the welfare of the community, but say no if it's a religious perspective, no if it's religious content. Mr. Chief Justice, I'd like to... I just to make sure I understood one of your statements? Well, you mentioned Shakespeare. If they opened up for a drama, did you say yes or no to the question whether they could limit it to Shakespeare? I think they could limit it to Shakespeare if they had an, a, a, a standard which was specific, saying we're going to have Shakespeare. But they cannot say we're going to allow drama groups and then exclude Handel's Messiah because we do not want a religious group or, or discriminate against um, a religious play if it was opened up to, to drama generally. And that's what's the difference is. They've not chosen to limit it to specifics. They've, cho they've chosen they, to open it up to religion. If they open it up to drama generally, they can't be concerned about whether it's just adult drama or, or teenage drama or any kind of drama. It's just open generally. Once they've made that, once they've said we're going to allow our facilities to be used for dramatic productions, you cannot say now no to... X-rated movies are okay. That's a different, different question. Because, and, and here's the, the difference. In the drama context, if they open up a drama, open it up to dra dramatic use, okay, they can then not say no to the religion. If it's an X-rated movie shown for, for instance, for profit, they've already said that speaker identity won't take place no, there. I'm, but if they don't it, like the don't movie... You have to throw in the for profit. Okay, well, if they're saying an X-rated movie is going to be shown at the school district facilities, this, the analysis I don't think changes constitutionally again. I think that in, in a real sense... A town, this is the meeting hall, the town hall that was discussed and mentioned in Lehman. And I think that the, the interesting issue and the important issue here at bottom is not that school districts have to open its facilities up, not that they can't narrowly tailor them, but once they've opened them up to such a broad array of, of topics, they cannot exclude religious speech or religious purpose speech as they have determined. And here, that's exactly what they've done. And that type of viewpoint discrimination, this court should not tolerate. Mr. Chief Justice, I'd like to reserve the rest of my time for rebuttal.
Very well, Mr. Seculo. Uh, Mr. Hofling, we'll hear from you. Mr. Chief Justice, may it please the court, it's the position of the respondent in this case, the Santa Maria's School District and the president of the board, that they have denied access to the petitioners in this case based upon uh, a well-tailored state statute, uh, New York State Education Law Section 414, and a series of regulations promulgated under that statute. We submit that the school district has um, essentially established a limited public forum, and it is not an open public forum, in which certain uses are not permitted. And we further submit that we have, um, in the course of using uh, this facility and making it available to certain groups within the community, have been consistent in the uh, uses that we have permitted. Uh, we submit that the petitioner is erroneous, has taken an erroneous position in looking at uh, this particular film series as being part of a larger picture, namely um, the use of the facility for social, educational, and community welfare activities. In fact, um, if, you, if you look at the record, uh, both in the district court from the testimony of um, Pastor Steigerwald and the submission of Pastor Steigerwald in his third application for the use of the premises, uh, in both of those instances, he's indicated that he is not prepared to uh, abide by the regulation of the district. And in fact, he intends to use the facility for uh, educational institution, after, for educational, uh, religious education after hours in, in the school setting. Well, what policy of the district was it that Pastor Steigerwald said he couldn't or wouldn't abide? Uh, it, was, it was number seven, Your Honor. Well, you don't have, I mean, just state it generally. Uh, you don't have to read it word um, for word. Your Honor, the, the, um, the policy of the school district with regard to this particular use was that the uh, premises would not be used for religious purposes. And th th that meant any sort of a presentation that had a religious connotation to it? We submit, Your Honor, that that, as, as the school district has used that policy, uh, means that to the extent somebody, someone is prepared to come forward and use the facilities, um, for the purpose of proselytization or urging somebody to adopt a particular lifestyle uh, which um, is based upon certain religious precepts is an, in, in, well, an inappropriate use in our form. Would the policy permit someone to come in and urge the adoption of a particular lifestyle that was not based on any religious Yes, precepts? it would, Your Honor. So you would allow lifestyle presentations, lifestyle... Uh, proselyting, so, so to speak, of, of a secular nature, a secularly inspired, but not religiously inspired. Yes, Your Honor, that's correct. You think that's consistent with our opinion in Widmar? Yes, Your Honor, I do. I, I think that the opinion in Widmar, it's very clear that as to uh, the, the university students in Widmar, the university is an open forum. Uh, that is not the case in our, in our scenario here. And in fact, uh, in allowing an open forum, everybody is entitled to the access but that the students to What you're saying is that you have an open forum except for any religious viewpoint. No, Your Honor, I respectfully res uh, uh, submit that what we have done in this case is establish 
certain specific uses to which the facility may be put and certain uses to which the facility is not allowed to be put, including... But it, it isn't, it isn't this, uh, I mean, I, I gather from what you say that a speaker could come in and urge the adaptation of a particular lifestyle so long as he was urging it on a secular basis, but that he, so that that subject matter is, is permissible. But a speaker who urges an ado uh, adoption of a lifestyle based on a religious a theme or religious passage could not do it. That's correct, Your Honor. And, and, and the focus of, of the district in, in looking at uh, religion in this particular regard is that, and it's not just the religious um, exclusions that we've, that we've fashioned in, in our regulations and track in the state statute, but there are uh, prohibitions in terms of commercial use of the premises and prohibitions with regard to political uses of the premises. Um, in doing that, the school district is attempting to avoid certain controversial areas which, in terms of religion, um, if you open the forum to a particular religious use, uh, may well bring you into uh, conflict with establishment uh, problems and may uh, result in entanglement problems which the school district would rather avoid. And the way to avoid that... Entanglement problems? Yes, Your Honor. Um, why, I, why is that? I, I submit, Your Honor, janitor who's going to be in the building. I, I don't understand. No, Your Honor, I submit, that, I submit that what happens is one of two things happens. Either um, we wind up allowing masses and baptisms and communion and other religious services to occur on the premises. Some school districts do that. I understand that, and that's certainly that's certainly their right to do that, Your Honor, but. Well, um, according no, to you, there's establishment problems. No, there's no constitutional requirement that that be allowed. Mr. Oh, Hoffman, we're, we're, I'm not yes. talking about a constitutional crime. I'm, I'm talking, you, you were talking about a constitutional prohibition. Mm -hmm. You said there's an establishment problem in doing yes, it? Yes, Your Honor. I submit that... In so then these Virginia districts that do it, and I, for all I know, I, I live in Virginia, so I know that it's there. It may well be in other states. You say that that's a problem. Yes, I do, Your Honor. I, I submit that... that I submit that the first, the first prong of the three-prong test is that uh, it must have a secular purpose, and in fact, it has a religious purpose, mm -hmm. uh, and not a secular purpose. Um, Let, let's assume a school district that leases its, uh, its, uh, its uh, facilities for any purpose at all, mm -hmm. you know, commercial, political, anything at all. They, they must, however, not allow a church group that wants to lease it of a Sunday to, to conduct a service there. Yes, Your Honor, I think that runs into... Constitution it. requires that. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I think it also runs into a problem in terms of the uh, primary effect tends to, uh, uh, to advance religion as, as a proposition, and that that is also the second prong of the Establishment Clause test that we run into difficulty with. Um, I think that in recognition of those problems, the school district has... Uh, step back and attempted to distance itself from uh, religious organizations and kept them out of this otherwise limited forum as it properly may do under the Constitution. Mr. Hoefling, yes. if, if uh, the university in the Widmar case had adopted the same policy as your school district, do you think the result in the case would have been different? Well, Your Honor, I, I submit that in Widmar, um, as this court has held, that was an open public forum 
as to those students because... Excuse me. The question I asked you, though, was whether if the university there had adopted the same policy you've adopted, uh, whether the result in the case would have been the same. I think the result in Widmore probably should be the same because the framework of forum analysis in that case, uh, even with this policy in place in the university, would be uh, a different analysis than the analysis here in Widmore. Why, why is that? Because it's a university and this is not? Yes, Your Honor. Is that the distinguishing mark then? That is, that is a significant difference in the two cases. As to the students at the university, the university is in fact uh, an open forum for ideas and discussion and learning uh, in, in all types, in all levels. Uh, in our particular case, uh, as to the students who attend the school during the daytime, had, I'm sorry, Your Honor. What if the university in Widmar had adopted exactly the same rule, didn't limit access to the university grounds to students uh, or student activities? It said uh, <coughs> the university facilities are open to uh, all groups for social and welfare organizations, etc. It had exactly the had exactly your rule but just excluded the political speech and uh, religious speech. In terms of would student Woodmer, groups? Would Woodmer have come out differently? In terms of student groups, Your Honor, or, oh, or the no, community? No, no, uh, The same church, uh, the same church uh, wanted to come in and do what, uh, what the, the church in this case wanted to do. It's a community, non-student group. And there had been hundreds of other non-student groups allowed on the university campus. Would Wood Mayor have come out differently? Your Honor, we submit that if it was a, an off-campus non-student group who sought access in Widmore, the forum is a different forum than uh, the university forum for students. And the result there should have been the same result that we got in the district court and the Second Circuit here. Uh, you, you seem to be yes. making two, coming up with two categories that you think are important. One, there's a category of university forums. Is that correct? That that makes a difference, and that's that's your basically your answer to Justice White's question, I guess. Well, Your Honor, I, I think that the university it's, itself is an example of an open public forum. So it's a, it's necessarily a subset of of um, uh, of what a designated public forum. It, the university in and of itself, as to the students, is an open public forum under Widmore. Well, is, 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 is it a, I, maybe I'm, I'm just getting mixed up in definitions, but are you saying it's a designated public forum which is necessarily open once you open a university? You have, so far as the students are concerned, you necessarily have a public forum for the students? Your Honor, we submit that in terms of a university setting, such as the university in Widmore, uh, it was indeed an open public forum. It has traditionally I know that's been. what you're saying, but my question yes, is, is that a necessary conclusion that follows from your view of what a university is for First Amendment purposes? Yes, Your Honor. Okay. Now, do you, are, you, are you also suggesting that in order to win, we recognize, we must recognize in this case, uh, a, a fourth forum category, that is the, the limited designated public forum? Your Honor, I think the, the language that comes out in our brief is, is a function of, as much of anything, the language that this court has used and the language in the Second Circuit. 
uh, and we've tried to accommodate those two terms together. Uh, I'm not sure that it's necessary to determine that there is specifically a fourth category of, free, of speech uh, regulation, but that in our particular case, uh, it certainly, uh, this, this forum as to outside groups takes on the appearance of a limited public forum or a designated public forum that has not been opened okay, up. Okay, so to you're, you're saying a, a designated public forum can have limitations, but it cannot in a university setting with respect to university students uh, considered in isolation. As, as to those students, it is an open public forum, Your Honor. Um, Your Honor, I, I think that uh, this court has uh, certainly hinted at that besides the, the case of Widmore, um, there in, in Perry, uh, the language of this court is the right of access extends only to other entities of a similar character, and there is nothing wrong with uh, having some uh, distinction in, in access on the basis of subject matter and speaker identification. And could you exclude, uh, could you exclude uh, communists uh, from uh, conducting any, uh, any family uh, uh, Movies. You say except those that uh, that have a communist or socialist viewpoint. I don't Lim think limited public forum, no communist or social socialist viewpoints. Is that okay? I think that may well run into a different set of problems than the problem we're discussing. Why, here why today. different? Because I don't think you have the same establishment clause problems and entanglement problems that you confronted. I see. In a religious oh, I see. You, you, you defend, that's the defense of your statute then, that the, the Establishment Clause makes you do it. No, Your Honor, we submit well, that then, it's a limited Well, make that argument then. Wherein does the example that I gave you differ? If you are not relying on the Establishment Clause to say that you cannot do this, then why is it different to exclude a religious viewpoint than to exclude a socialist or communist viewpoint in, in these movies? Why can't I have a limited public forum? Movies on anything you like, but no socialists or communists. I submit that, again, in terms of uh, areas involving political speech and religious speech, the school district has elected in this particular uh, locality uh, and in the state of New York to exclude those types of speakers. And I, know I that. submit that. Uh, it's your hypothetical yes, question. You ought to try to answer it. Yes, Your Honor. I, I submit that the school district, if it were to characterize those types of speech as political speech, could in fact exclude those speakers. Is that right? Just, just, just that type of political speech? Mm -hmm. well, yes, sir. It's very interesting. But do I understand your statement you made earlier that supposing you had a communist group that wanted to do, uh, address the subject of uh, family values, and they thought there is a value in not having children waste their time going to Sunday school or, or church, and therefore they had a point of view that was definitely anti-religious, they would be permitted under your policy to uh, discuss uh, uh, family values in that context? Yes, yes, Your Honor, that's correct. And, and now why, why is that not, the contrast between that and what you have here, why is that not viewpoint discrimination? Your Honor, we, we submit that the, the statute, the scheme that's been established by the statute and the regulations closes the forum to certain particular groups. One of those groups are people who use the forum to proselytize a particular 
religious point of view. Um, that is not something we'd be confronted with uh, by the example But in my, my communist example, why couldn't one uh, t make the argument that they are trying to proselytize a non-religious point of view, and you're in effect discriminating against religions as opposed to those who are totally against religion. Well, Your Honor, I think, again, that comes down to the focus of how, how narrow it is you look at the speech that's being engaged in. We've looked at this in terms of uh, religious speech, and we haven't compared it to uh, non-religious speech or irreligious speech or anti-religious speech, and we submit that uh, in terms of uh, religious speakers, we have been consistent in our policy and that that is permitted within a limited public forum. It is lawful because it is. It is, it is therefore, it is lawful. Well, Your Honor, it, no. it is lawful to the extent that it has been a long-standing policy and it exhibits the intention of this district and the state of New York not to open up their school districts across the board to any and all you're, 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 Do I understand your entanglement argument correctly, that what you're saying is if we let this particular religious uh, point of view be expressed, well, the next step will be the mass and the ceremony. You're going to have to draw a line somewhere which will involve an entanglement in religious decision-making, in effect. Is that what you're arguing? I don't... I don't well, I, I submit that someplace even in between there, Your Honor, we, we come up with uh, the question as to what is the next film series right. that Lamb's Chapel wants to show and who is it that is going to be speaking at that film series and how much are we to censor or look at or wonder about whether this is permissible or not permissible religious speech well, on behalf of... To me, uh, your entanglement argument uh, uh, is, uh, doesn't carry much with me because you... <laughs> because in order to exclude under your no religion uh, rule, you've got to decide whether uh, this uh, whether this is going to be religion. Your Honor, we submit that they have already decided that when they've told us in their application that in fact it's going to be religious in nature, and that's enough. Well, for that us. may be so in this case, but uh, you you are you're bound to ha have to decide whether some group is going to come in with some program, whether in fact it's a religious program. We submit and, that. And, and that is the end. So you're never going to avoid your entanglement uh, problem. Your Honor, we submit that there are often situations in which um, questions must be asked of a religious group, uh, at least on a surface, to see if they qualify for certain tax benefits or uh, it, certain other entitlements, that that doesn't necessarily involve entanglement. But when we get to the point where uh, we are pre-screening what they're going to show, to see whether or not it's too religious or too close to a, a mass or a service, um, too close to proselytizing, that becomes a very difficult issue and really does uh, create entanglement problems for the district. Is there a difference between speech with a religious viewpoint and a religious exercise? Again, I suspect that depends on the nature of the speech, Your Honor, and it's an issue that the school district would rather not get involved in screening. Well, the Constitution itself talks about free exercise, so might not that be a workable category? I have no problem with free exercise in, in a public forum, Your Honor, but in a limited public forum, such as we advocate and the Second Circuit has, the District Court and the Second Circuit has found we have here, um, we see no need to open the forum up to the religious 
speaker. The problem is, is that if you define uh, a limited form uh, in terms of content, uh, it can be self-defeating because the whole idea of limited of, of of a public form of some kind is to allow for the expression of speech. So you have to be very careful that you're not just engaging in a circular definition. I understand that, Judge, but I, I Your Honor, Justice Kennedy, I think that if you look at the picture uh, that this court has drawn, the, the framework that uh, this court has put together uh, through the years from uh, Greer and Widmar and Perry and uh, the cases that outline forum analysis, I think it is a useful framework for the school district and for uh, other local government officials uh, to govern what they can and cannot do without running into constitutional problems in the free speech area. Under some of our cases talking about public forum, I think you find an indication that the court has said that reasonable and neutral uh, limitations can be imposed. Do you assert that the limitation here on uh, religious content is reasonable and neutral? Yes, Your Honor, we do. It's neutral in that... That's a little hard to uh, propose. I'd like you to explain that. Yes, Your Honor. We submit that it's neutral because in fact, nobody with a religious perspective is permitted to use the facility um, in terms of proselytizing. But people with their an anti-religious viewpoint are, and so you think that's neutral. I'm, I'm not certain that that's a, a fair characterization. But if if we were to look at that as a hypothetical, um, I'm not sure that. With Justice Stevens a few minutes mm -hmm. ago, and I understood you uh, to confirm that. Yes, I, I have no problem so with that. So you as a say that's neutral. Yes, Your Honor. That's like saying that a ban on left-wingers is neutral because it includes both communists and socialists. <laughs> well, in, in terms of the, the area of religious freedom uh, in a limited public forum, the school district is concerned with not only the free speech aspects of allowing uh, religious speakers to come in, but they're concerned about establishment problems and they're concerned about entanglement problems. That is, those other categories are not problems that we are confronted with with regard to non-religious speakers. And on that basis, I see a distinction that is worth, worth making. Mr. Hoffling, this, yes, this may be a little unfair because it's really not your brief, but you, you, you are here um, um, representing both respondents, I, I gather, in this argument. And the the Attorney General of New York, in, in his brief de defending the, uh, the New York rule, says that, re I'm quoting, religious advocacy serves the community only in the eyes of its adherents and yields a benefit only to those who already believe. Uh, does New York State, I grew up in New York State, and in those days they, they, they used to have a tax exemption for religious uh, uh, property is is that still there? Yes, Your Honor, it still is. Um, but they've changed their view uh, apparently. Uh, that well, Your Honor, see, it used to be thought that uh, that that religion—it didn't matter what religion—but uh, some code of morality always went with it, and it was thought that you know uh, what was called a God-fearing person might be less likely to mug me and rape my sister. Uh, that that apparently is not uh, the view of of New York anymore. Well, I'm not sure that that's... That Has this new regime worked very well? Yeah. 
I think that might be a question better posed to, to mm-hmm. politicians who have been elected in the state of New York than myself, Your Honor. Um, we, we submit that um, that particular sentence that's in the Attorney General's brief uh, is not necessarily something that, that I personally would subscribe to. Uh, that, does not nece- that does not mean, however, that there is some type of constitutional compulsion to open the school dis- district to a religious speaker simply because there is some um, moral force which religious speakers bring with them that otherwise betters the community. Treat it, treat religion like uh, other civic goods, and that when you open up the forum to other social and civically beneficial things, you cannot exclude it to religion on the theory that religion, after all, is just private and uh, only serves, only yields a benefit to those who already believe. That certainly hasn't been our, our, our tradition uh, in, in this country in, in, in viewing the role of religion in public life. I agree with that, Your Honor. I have no problem with that, the position you've just stated. Um, I just don't think that, again, um, the fact that religion has a particular um, uh, positive influence in the community that extends even beyond believers uh, isn't of itself uh, enough to require a school district to grant access um, to religious speakers. Um, Your Honor, uh, Justice O'Connor asked a question about the reasonableness before. Um, there are, uh, although it, it, to, be on, to be honest with you, I don't think the record has developed this. I think there are good reasons for the school district to um, have uh, a distinction between religious speakers and non-religious speakers in a limited public forum such as we've established here. Uh, I think the same thing can be said for political speakers and in terms of uh, avoiding controversy, allowing the school system to be about the business of the principal business of educating the children entrusted to its care, uh, that uh, those, those types of purposes are reasonable purposes and reasonable uh, enough to uh, support the invocation of this particular rule. Um, May I ask if there's any que- uh, there's not an issue here any uh, uh, right to use the school facilities to advertise the fact that there's going to be the program is there? Do they drum up their customers or their attendees independently of the, of the school? That's my understanding, Your Honor. I have no we have no reason to believe that it was done otherwise. I don't, I, don't, I don't really understand what the entanglement problems are, even if it were a matter of allowing uh, religious services. Let's assume that, uh, that, the, uh, that the school district uh, leases, uh, it's, built, it's just a building, it's a building, at once the kids are out and, and it's in the evening and they're uh, nothing, it's a building, they rent out to anything. Uh, let's assume they, they rent it even to for-profit organizations for, for conducting sales meetings, uh, training of sales representatives or whatever. But there is somehow an, an entanglement problem if, if they w- would lease it to a religious group that wants to conduct a service there? Your Honor, I submit that if, if uh, this facility were leased to a religious organization that wanted to use it for its own services, um, you wind up with uh, questions about the character and purposes of the institution that's benefited, which becomes, uh, becomes the religious institution itself by virtue of having a space that it doesn't otherwise have available to it. Well, but, but you allow, you allow, you know, General Motors or whoever commercial, you don't inquire into, you know, do, do we agree with all the, 
all the things that General Motors does. You just lease it out, but you can't do that for religious groups somehow. That's, it, it doesn't they, they suffer that special disability. That's what entanglement means. I, I submit to you that General Motors uh, leasing the premises to General, General Motors does not create the same establishment types of problems, establishment clause types of problems that you have with a religious institution. Counsel, uh, in your earlier discussions with Justice Stevens, you indicated communists would be able to give their perspective on family. Uh, I assume from that that atheists would be able to give theirs uh, under your uh, rules. Yes, Your Honor. Um, would an atheist be allowed to debate a minister from a religious perspective under your rules? I think that you, we wind up with a situation where if, if the purpose of the debate uh, Let's just say it's, the debate is the religious value versus the atheistic value or content uh, of a family or family from a religious or atheistic per perspective. I hadn't really given that any thought, Your Honor. It, 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 it seems to me that uh, you again begin to bring into play uh, the question of whether or not... Um, the, the religious speaker is, is going to use the form to proselytize. Well, let's say faith. it's an atheist and an agnostic debating one minister. And, and so the question becomes how many people on well, the side of the other? I'm just wondering which, what is it about the debate that changes when you add a minister to an atheist and an agnostic? Again, Your Honor, I submit that the, the question that we're concerned about is whether or not uh, proselytization is something that starts to happen in the school facility. Well, how and could that be um, proselytizing if it's simply two debating one? Let's say ten atheists debating one minister in I front of the atheist have, audience. I don't think the numbers have anything to do with that, Your Honor. Well, I'm trying to move away from the proselytizing and also to move away from a situation in which the minister dominates the uh, discussion. I understand, Your Honor. I, I submit that the school district nonetheless has the right uh, to keep that particular type of activity from occurring um, because of our concern about religious uses. So the addition of the minister is a problem, regardless of what... Uh, the content or yes, the uh, yes, opposition is. Under those circumstances, I would submit so. Thank, Thank you, Mr. Hoffling. Uh, Mr. Sekulow, you have three minutes remaining. Thank you, Mr. Chief Justice. The way I understand the respondent's argument, the atheists are in, the agnostics are in, the communists are in, the religion is not in. In fact, even if it was a debatable point, as Justice Thomas just said, only one side of the debate is heard. That's exactly what we've been asserting in our briefs, and that's exactly what they've conceded in their briefs. This is the type of viewpoint discrimination that this court has not sanctioned. And I'd also point out that this Establishment Clause concern has already been addressed. This case is not in, in a vacuum. Uh, Widmar is, is this court's precedent. Mergens is this court's precedent. We're talking about a policy of equal access. And if the communists can come in and give their view on family life, and others could give their view on family life, but you allow religion. I think if there's an establishment clause, it's, it violates, their policy violates the establishment clause by interfering with religion. That the only exclusion with respect to religion was religious ceremonies, actually 
religious services? In the context, Justice White, of this existing policy? Yes. I think it's the same argument because a religious service does have a religious perspective, especially if a sermon is addressing the family issues that were that, that, uh, in the debate, so to speak. The, you had the secularist groups come in and give their view, and then you had a religious service. They sang religious songs, they gave hymns, and then the sermon was family vis- values and family issues from the Bible. To deny that is viewpoint discrimination and make, well, make no consequences. What if it wasn't a sermon about family values? I, what if it was a... What if, the, what, if, what if the only thing that happened was that they read from the uh, Bible, they read from the Scriptures? I believe in that case the, the, the biblical admonition, whatever it might be, is still a religious perspective and probably, based on, on views of the Bible that people hold, would be valid as to civic, social, and recreational use. The policy here is not different than Winmar. Winmar limited to student groups. The school district opened it to outside groups. They've, the speaker identity is not an issue, and the subject matter is not an, an issue. There is one thing that is an issue. The communists are in, the atheists are in, the agnostics are in, but religion's out because we don't like their viewpoint, and that's what we're objecting to here. Thank you, Mr. Chief Justice. Thank you, Mr. Seculo. The case is submitted.